know what is popular, but I can tell you what tempts me to follow or not follow on Twitter. Hi, and welcome to the A&J PEI Treasures E. Jean Simpson author blog post and podcast. I'm your host, Jean, coming to you from the beautiful province of Prince Edward Island, Canada. Today's podcast and blog post is going to deal with the things that make me want to follow someone on Twitter and what doesn't. I don't have tips and tricks as such, but I do know what I do and don't like. I don't pretend I have all the answers, but I do know what I avoid. Remember to think of your account, especially if you are a creative, as a beautiful rosebud. If you care for it properly, it will yield a beautiful rose. If you over or underwater it, it might never come to fruition. If you want to find out more, then stay tuned. I know there are a zillion give or take different blog posts out there that tell you what the tips and tricks are to drive more people to your page on whatever forum you choose. I don't feel that it would do anyone any extra good for me to do the same. So instead, I'm just going to focus on the things that I look for when deciding to follow someone and the things that I find hard to continue following. And it really does apply to almost any of the pages out there. First, I look to see if the person is sharing anything of their own or if they're just focused on sharing everyone else's posts. There are also ones that seem only to share stuff and get others to put their page on to have you share back. I'm getting less and less likely to do these as I don't tend to post a lot of stuff I haven't created. If they are sharing everyone else's posts and it is stuff I can already see, I'm less likely to focus on the post, nor am I as likely to follow them. However, I'm more likely to follow them than the ones that are political or economic in nature. Now, I have to state, this is not the fault of the tweeter, but just because it isn't really something that interests me. There are a few other things that I don't follow. This, again, isn't the fault of the tweeter, but due to the areas of my interest. Another thing I find very overwhelming is if someone shares literally 35-plus videos, pictures, and YouTube videos in a day and does it over and over and takes half the feed for 10 to 20 posts at a time. They may be good ones. It doesn't matter. They would be better served to share maybe 10, give or take, and cycle through and time them through tweet deck to go up at different times during the day. If you want a how-to, I use tweet deck and I'll do a separate blog post with a, without the podcast in it or both if you'd like. Let me know in the comments. I think I read something about five tweets or so a day or at a time. I'm not sure which. Some days I make it and some days I don't. However, the prolific video tweeters tend to burn me out. I like a bit of variety, not that they are doing anything bad. I'm sure they're happy with it and they have tons of followers. I'm old and weird. It tires me after seeing the same cycle over and over. Another thing I might suggest is that one credit the video person or picture person if they share. If they share as is, that's likely good as they will show up as they are from the original poster. However, embedded videos should show the source. I know that's just a picky thing of mine. If you're the creator, then that is wonderful. Remember, if it is your work, you've put a lot of work in and should be able to put your name to it. If you're putting someone's work up, then you likely should credit them. It will keep you out of trouble with Twitter and the creator. One of the sites I follow does just this, and it shows who the creator of the picture is and give credits and links. 
The one thing I do look for in whether or not I follow someone is whether they have any of their own workup or anything different. Generally, this is easy to find with photographers. There are a variety of amazing photographs online. I have a slightly different criterion for authors because, of course, they have different work. I tend to follow those who are supportive and not dismissive. If all you have are retweets of retweeted stuff or just your work and nothing added or an empty page, I may be less likely to follow. I follow the original one that has done the tweeting of indie author ebooks as they generally do it to support other indie authors or authors in general. But even there, I don't repost reposts of reposts unless it seems worth reposting. I don't repost anything without thinking about it first. I'm not being mean. I just find that if it's been retweeted by the original tweeter, I don't need to see it numerous times, and liking it seems to keep it on my page. I'm not entirely sure what my page looks like to others, though. I take a look to see if you comment on anything or show interest in anything other than putting up your stuff for sale. Yes, I agree. It is important you do that. But it's also important to show an interest in something. It balances out the selling stuff. Of course, that brings me to the point of don't just post your ebooks for sale and nothing more. You have interest, you have a personality, show some involvement in something. Even if you don't comment much or don't have much to do or say, give people a taste of who you are. There is more going on in your life than just being an author. I manage a blog post, podcast, ebooks, photographs, and I have a taste of it on my page. I do interact somewhat, but sparingly. People get to see some of what I do. I share some of the renovations, crafts when I do them, and a variety of things going on at A&JPEI Treasures. My ebooks are the only for paid thing I share, but not half as often as the rest of my stuff. Put something up to inspire you or others. It doesn't take a lot to inspire interest. Being just an author with only posting of your ebooks. Books just shows me that you can write and not always sure that it is you as the writer. Remember, there are a lot of fake accounts out there. Sadly, not everyone has a huge budget and not everyone can be published by a traditional publisher. And not everyone is honest in who they are. Anyway, these are the sorts of things that I look at in my foray into the world uh, that is Twitter. I suspect that the same can be said of most things. You will, of course, have your own criterion for what you look for in trying to navigate the Twitter universe or whatever form you choose. If a person has a variety of things they do or shows some interest in something other than selling, you get a glimpse of the artist's world. Even some of the things they share tells you something. Unless you are a news agency, then the need for having more than a dozen tweets in any given hour seems a bit excessive, unless they are shorter and quickly read. Otherwise, I find it overwhelms the feed and takes it over. I can understand comments and replying if you so choose, but fresh posts for over an hour is just too much. One other thing that I look for and do check from time to time, not everyone in the world is who they purport to be. So sometimes they do check out, not just links, but to see if the person is for real. Otherwise, they're just pretending to be someone they are not. I don't reward that. If they're not honest about who they are, then what are they going to be honest about? So that's just another thing I look for. I want honest, authentic people. I want artists and artistically inclined and share facts or some bit of their interest, not false facades. If it is a fantasy, then you need to be explicit that it is a fantasy site. 
If you want to impress this author or artist, then all you need to do is be yourself. I hope that these suggestions are useful for people to give them an idea of how to work well in Twitter or whatever forum you choose to work in. I'm sorry if I offended anyone. I'm sure that there are exceptions to the rules. News media, for one, they need a lot more tweets than the average person, but most of those seem to keep it no more than four or five at a time. They're, they are giving news. The weather might have need for more than that from time to time. It's not easy to navigate the to-do and not-to-do in the World Wide Web social media forums. Thanks for listening to my podcast and or reading my blog post, and thanks for your interest in A&JPEI Treasures. Just one more thing. I have one of my children's ebooks up for the 2021 TCK Award category as general nonfiction, which is number five in their lists. It's the Big Kids Magical Path to Colors in Nature, and if you have a moment, we could use some votes. Our blog posts are available on WordPress and Goodreads, and our podcasts are available on Anchor FM in a variety of formats, iHeartRadio, and you can find us on Podchaser now. My ebooks can be found on Amazon. And you can find all of those links in the description of my podcast and in the write-up in my blog post. So keep watching for more ebooks and more formats. Currently working towards getting my ebooks up on Smashwords and will be an affiliate when I do. We're always working on something. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.